You're listening to Paint the Town podcast with your hosts, LA Street Art Gallery resident artist, teacher, and founder of LA Street Art Gallery, James Chen of. Welcome to Paint the Town Podcast, episode 127. How's it going, bro? Dude, I'm chilling. Hell yeah, man. I'm really excited today, dude. So I'm just going to let our guests in today. Welcome Mitchell, man. Other founder of LA Street Gallery. Hell yeah. What's good, y'all? Anyways. Are Are those little Simpson kid cheers? No, they're just regular kids, yeah. Reg- Wait, just do it re- again, do it again. Do it again? Okay, one second. Let me see. James went to a local school, elementary school, and just bothered some kids. <laughs> I was like, can you guys cheer and let me record this? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Here's some candy. Here's some candy. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? It's fucked up about candy. That's, that's candy. how we roll. Yeah. Well, dude, man. At Halloween, you know, it's COVID and all, right? I put out a fucking bowl of candy outside, oh. right? And then this year, I was like, you know what? It's been a tough year for the kids. I'm going to put, like, the extra large fucking candy bars. You know what I mean? When you're a kid, like, when you saw the extra large candy bars, you're fucking excited, right? So, wait a second. You're just putting the whole bowl out there? Well, yeah. I mean, I'm stupid. You're going you're... on the honor system? Yeah, I mean, you know, you know where I live? It's, like, a decently, like, nice neighborhood, right? So, I figure, like, it would be okay, right? So, I figured... Somebody may steal all the candy, but I was very disappointed even more by humanity because someone t- t- stole the fucking bowls, too. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Wait a second. Okay, what kind of bowl was were it? Were they nice bowls? Yeah, they were nice bowls, man. They were like big-ass ramen bowls that I bought from China. You know, oh. one that you can oh, just like... Oh, that's right. I've seen your bowls before. Yeah, They're yeah. They're nice. <laughs> stole Dude, the bowls. Some... And then here's the thing. Have here's you the seen thing. these bowls? <clears throat> I have seen these bowls. No. <laughs> So here's the thing, here's the thing. There's more to the story. But wait, there's more. Okay, um, so I was like, you know what? I was so like disappointed in the kids in my neighborhood. You know what I mean? And I was like, oh man, I can't... You know, I tried to put out the big candy for them. And they stole the fucking bowl, right? So I was like, you know, what can I do? I was like, there's the next door. Well, wait, wait a second. You don't know that it was them. It could have been someone from another neighborhood. Well, you're right. Through. You're right. You're right. You're, you're right. going to punish your own fucking neighborhood kids I didn't for something they didn't even do. I didn't. I mean, how am I going to punish them? I didn't punish them. But I was just like thinking, <laughs> well, normally it's probably you're trick-or-treating in the same neighborhood. You know what I mean? So I, so I posted on nextdoor.com, which is like a neighborhood <laughs> social media app, yeah. right? Yeah. And then I was like, just letting everybody know the situation. I was like, I don't know that it's like... <laughs> Nerd these kids out! <laughs> you know what I mean? Here, but here's the thing. I found out more information, though. Oh, everybody has Everybody has ring doorbells now, right? Oh, that's right. And then so... Surveillance. Like, <clears throat> oh. So like, basically, um, they were saying that this happened in multiple houses, and then one house, actually, they saw the person take the bull, and they drove off into the next house to ask for trick-or-treating. And so the lady huh. went outside and ran and said, hey, that's my bull. And the mom was like, no, that's my bull. No. <laughs> that was her comeback. Yeah, that was her comeback. So I'm just saying that apparently it was like it's a It's mine ser- now. It's I a took mom. It. It's like, yeah. It's, so I'm just, I was just saying that kids would just take the candy and dump it into their sack. I should have thought more that, of course, it's the fucking mom that told them to steal the fucking bull, right? But it just makes you feel like, God damn, dude. Like, I lost my faith in like. Halloween kids, you know, yeah. you know what I mean? 
She probably has a whole van full of bowls now. <laughs> like she probably just has this whole Tupperware, like just cupboard filled with all these Halloween bowls and different sizes. You ever, you ever like have somebody take your shit and you're like, "That's mine." You're like, "It's like no, that's mine." <laughs> <laughs> like that's like the, that's, that's like that with that movie uh, Fridays or whatever, where the where the big huge black guy like takes his bike and he's just like, "Oh, that's right, Debo." Yeah, Debo. What, that's what my bike. Like? It's my bike. Uh, it's Friday. That's right. <laughs> Bye, Felicia. That's all I remember from that movie, man. <laughs> but anyways, man, I wanted to just basically uh, invite Mitchell over to kind of catch up. I actually yes. hang out with this dude all the time, but I the, the reason I I'm, I wanted to come on the podcast again is because he's part of the mass exodus of L.A. Man, because oh, of, talk about it because of the pandemic, <laughs> man, and I just wanted to <clears throat> kind of go over like you know this whole phenomenon, man. Well, let me, let me just say first that uh, well, I just saw him not long ago when we were at uh, the recording for um, King Create, King Create, yeah, yeah, right. But before that, it you know it's been a while since I'd seen him. Yeah. Now, all of a sudden, homeboy shows up with some jacked physique on him. <laughs> what the fuck happened? I remember seeing you in Shanghai. Yeah. Okay. And, you know, you're in shape. You know, you're oh, you know, fit guy and everything. But then all of a sudden, what the fuck happened with, the, with this, with the physique? What do you, you know? You know, like you're doing co- some kind of Filipino um, uh, bodybuilding? bodybuilding shit going on. You know, in the during COVID times, it was a lot of time to myself. So I figured out, hey, let me just uh, get jacked. You know, just, just, just I kind <laughs> of. Meanwhile, everybody is doing the complete fucking opposite. <laughs> yes. You know, it's like this is when we should. Uh, yes, this was this time was meant to couch potato and to Netflix and chill well, and to binge watch. I mean, I mean, I feel that, but no, nah, I mean, me too, man. I've been exercising at home too. It's like finally, I don't have to go anywhere. You know what I mean? So if you're a lazy fuck just sitting at home during this whole quarantine, dude, shame on you. Seriously, man. Fuck. Yeah, and, I'm, and I'm, I'm a contrarian, you know. Whenever someone else is doing something and the whole masses are doing it, I'm doing the exact opposite. Which goes back to <laughs> leaving for, California. Ex- yeah, except for, yeah, leaving California. There's a lot of people leaving California right yeah, now. Though, so, right? so there's this whole thing with San Francisco right now. They're um, talking about how... Everyone's leaving there because of like the property values, but also the homelessness and a lot of the COVID-19 cases and then taxes and blah, 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 all that stuff. So I'm going because I was uh, I wanted to buy a place here in L.A. I was like looking around the valley. I was looking around. Remember you asking me about it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you got a, you got a cool place in Encino. You got in at the right time. And so I was looking around. I realized, you know what? I'm not going to find a really good place at the price i wanted to and then i was just thinking okay what can i do to invest in some property we had some you know miami atlanta nashville denver and then we had austin and so out of those i was thinking okay what would i like to do so nashville i don't think it's got enough um melanin for me um (laughs) so i'm sorry enough what i left melanin for me but i'm just uh Assuming that's what someone told me, but it's um, also Nashville's a cool place though. Yeah, I heard it's a cool place. I heard it's a cool place. Especially uh, like uh, there's a place called Chattanooga in Tennessee. It's like a little bit off Nashville. It's like very very nice. But anyway, I actually uh, lived in, in in Nashville. Yeah, I heard it's, cool. it's a, yeah, I mean, I heard it's really cool. I think it's just people the, are really really nice. Okay, they're really really nice there. Uh, there's a lot of people that are very arrogant. Um, <laughs> oh, but in a nice way. Yeah, like a nice arrogance. Yeah. Yeah. The passive aggressive, like yes, okay. yes, but still they're being nice. You know what I mean? Bless your heart, and yeah. you know it's it's a it's a Bible belt. So where else did you consider? 
Uh, Atlanta. Atlanta wanted to do just too much melanin. Yeah. No. <laughs> Sorry, just it kidding. Was, I think it was a, Mitchell's in Philadelphia. What what's with melanin? Melanin is like the the this pigment it's, that makes your skin dark. Okay. <laughs> just a little, just just some uh, you know some POC talk or people of color talk. <laughs> okay. Come on, come on see, you got to make sure work. I'm politically correct here. If I got you, don't want to yeah, fuck that okay. up. The only, anyways, go ahead. But yeah. So right, it's right. Teach your your um your cool mind. You have soul. Well, so, you know, no. Here's the thing. You have I, internal we were, melanin. We were talking about this one in one of the last <laughs> episodes. Um, my dad is like full blooded Italian. Oh, and, like, the dark. Oh, yeah. Dark Italian. Okay. So the South Italians. Um, I guess I have a little bit of that. Yeah. Myself. There you go. A small degree. But still, I mean, you probably tan pretty. Oh, I get dark, dark as fuck. There you go. See, you're I part get of darker the clan. than some black people, dude. <laughs> oh, you. <you're, laughs> No, that's so Atlanta. Where where else were you? Uh, My, and then then there was Miami. Okay, so Miami was actually the spot that I was really close to going to, and then I think it was just Florida, and just how strange Florida can be <laughs> with its population anything. and choices and i don't want to say anything bad about it because i have friends from miami friends from florida dude i'm from florida i don't there care it's, there fucked up. it's a fucked up state dude it's there you go i, teach. Es- I, I escaped it. i escaped florida man I, why is that tell us about florida well just where i was from you know i'm, I'm okay. from this little fishing village in the northwest panhandle area okay also known as the redneck riviera oh boy so um you know, it was it was a little fishing village. We moved from Fulham Beach to Destin, okay? And it was a little fishing village with about 3,600 people in it. Wow. And at the time, uh, they actually had a, a small faction of a KKK. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> in, okay. In Destin, yeah. Um, and so uh, there wasn't a whole lot of culture there. Um, arts and stuff like that wasn't so much you know you'd see arts and like sand dunes and shit like that maybe in a uh, in a small gallery no, there like was a guy one... who drew fish remember well no he didn't draw fish this is this is recent too though when i was growing up you know the only kind of art there was just at, um crosses the zoo burning. gallery the zoo gallery had a, had a place there and it was local art you know what i mean it was like sand dunes and fish and shit like that okay um and the only piece of graffiti that I saw before I left there was this shipping container sitting in an empty lot and someone had wrote ethics on it and some shitty block letters, you know, um, and that was it. That was the only, you know, bit of culture, uh, progressive culture. <laughs> was, was it, did it look good? What was it wild no, style? No, it was <laughs> shitty. No, it was shitty. It was, it was not very well done and I just remember thinking, remembering that too. It was like, wow, man, that's, you know, uh, that's not very well done. I was, at the time, I was, I was spray painting uh, T-shirts mm-hmm. on a tourist strip. And so I could do the bubble letters and everything, right? And so I just remember thinking that, okay, why the fuck did you write ethics, you know, on, on, a, on a shipping container? Who knows? That's what toys do. And that's, that's <laughs> the only thing. <laughs> yes, I found that out later. Yes. After going through the toy stage myself. Oh, you yeah. Know? A lot of people don't know that. Getting started in, in graffiti or street art, um, you're going to go through a toy stage. Yeah. You know? I went through a toy stage myself. It's just... I'm still in the toy stage. Being ignorant. Well, in, with what? With, with, with graffiti. I'm, 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 I'm I. 
I can't do block letters. <laughs> I probably will put ethics up on the side of a wall, okay? <laughs> Shit, you know? Well, what kind, of, what kind of spray painting have you done? Only stencils. Really? Yeah. Oh, you took like a stencil class before with, uh, with somebody before, right? Yeah, I used to do stencils with my friend in Australia, actually. Yeah, we used to do... Yeah, it was fun. It was one of those things where I learned about stenciling actually in australia 2004 yeah, mitchell's actually what? from australia actually yeah. i don't know if you know well that. obviously you just gotta look at him and his mate got a fucking australian accent mate <laughs> no not that yeah for yeah. a filipino so, too so i met yeah. i met mitchell when we went to college in santa barbara but i mean um i he i think well you grew up in australia during your teenage years yeah. and then you went to High school and... Uh, but wait, I've got that right. You're part Filipino or what's, yeah, yeah. what's so, the makeup here? I'll give you... So I was born in the Philippines, moved to Australia when I was three, lived there till I was 10. Then I moved to Santa Barbara and then grew up in Santa Barbara until I went to UCSB and I, that's when I kind of met James. Yeah, yeah. We, kinda, we knew it. Wait, hold on a second. Like, I'm just flashing back to when you first got here after being in Australia for... Yeah. And then you've got... Filipino kid with Australian accent. <laughs> just <laughs> threw people off, man. Threw people off. And I was chubby. What was that like? So you got a little fat oh, little Asian kid. Shit. With that Australian accent. It's they like, thought you were faking it? What's going on? No, it's just like going around, like asking, what What the fuck is baseball, mate? <laughs> <laughs> thought it was cricket. Just don't look like what you look cricket. like right now when you talk like so, that, man. So you always moved around a lot, basically. But I did. wouldn't you consider like all the places you moved, like LA has been kind of your LA's home? LA is my now? home. Yeah, LA yeah, is yeah. my home. Like I am LA till the day I die. Like I think that, look, at the end of the day, when I'm going out to Austin, it's for me exploring the Texan region to really, you know, expand my cultural you know, uh, boundaries. And you're a world traveler too, man. I know you travel to all the places to do sh- like videos, to you know, shoot, to DJ and stuff like that, man. And, uh, you know, why had you been to Austin before you decided to move there? I mean... Yeah, I went to uh, South by Southwest. Okay, okay. That, that was the first time you went. And then what was it about Austin that you liked so much? I mean, it was South by Southwest. I've never been before. It's like a festival for South music. by Southwest. I went for the film festival. Mm-hmm. And then I went a little bit to the, the tech convention. Then I went to the... I went to the a little bit of the music festival and it was it was dope. It was one of those like experiences where you've seen a whole city come alive in tech and music and film. So it's just a bunch of artists and nerds. So mm. you nice. put that all together, everyone is just having a good time. Barbecue, beer, Sixth Street, music, parties, films. It was the hell of a time. How is it compared to like another festival like Coachella or something? I think with Coachella, it's more of just about the music. Yeah. Right. So with uh, South by Southwest, you can go to the convention, learn about you know Twitter and all these new mm-hmm. apps. Okay. And you can go see some of the best, some of the best like indie films during that time, mm-hmm. and then you can go watch some dope ass bands, underground bands, big bands. It's artists. It's like a whole schedule, basically, right? Yeah. Isn't, isn't okay. Coachella more like out in the desert. Coachella is like on a polo field, actually. So it is mm-hmm. out in the desert, but it's actually on a big polo field. So it's this huge grass thing. I think. South by Southwest is like within the city, right? Within, within the, city. the city limits. <clears throat> yeah. Is Austin city limits like a separate thing or is that? It's a separate thing. And that's just, I think it's just music. Mm. You know, what's funny. It's like, you can be one of these like festival goer people and literally like live your entire, but not in the day of COVID, but I'm saying you can like <laughs> li- go to like festival to festival every single year and be like busy your, your entire year, man. Like some that's people awesome. like, yeah, dude, yeah, like 2018, you could go to, what is it? Like, 
since January, you can just keep going to every festival. But April is when it happens. Like yeah. Coachella and then Splash House and EDC and then all those small little raves. Yeah, that's actually how I got to know this guy, man. I mean, I would go to like massive parties with like when we have oh, mutual gosh. friends and then oh, like, yeah. and then like I would see this guy and then I'd be like, oh, what's up, dude? And, you know what I mean? So we would like start hanging out. But we really, really, um, I got to thank this guy because... I don't know how deep we want to go. Oh, well, let's go deep. Okay, 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 okay. we're here. <clears throat> oh, okay. let's not go deep. <laughs> oh, yeah, let's go deep. No, actually, awesome. my first ever time being on LSD was uh, because of this guy on accident, man. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, on accident? We're going to bowl, dude. <laughs> oh, that could go yeah, bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so we're partying, we're partying, you know what I mean? And he goes, oh, I'll take this. And I was like, okay, cool. I thought it was, you know, some um, some Molly or whatever. You, 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 know, you know what I mean? And then I was like, okay, I'll take it. I'm Which, hang- for those of you who don't know, the, the <laughs> trip and the <clears throat> amount of time that Molly effect is... You like know, three, four hours, right? Right. Four or five hours, whatever. And then I'm just hanging out with this girl, and then all of a sudden I'm like, oh, damn, dude. This is like, I don't think this is uh, the same thing. I'm going to go back to the hotel because I really, really feel really sick. So I'm laying in bed with this girl. Sick. What do you mean? Like, uh, like the world is like melting. Spinning? Sick. Yeah, or yeah, yeah, yeah. Was there any spinning or is um, it just? Yeah, a little bit of spinning. But oh, imagine, you know, I, I mean, I, I was like, okay, so I, I'm lying in this like bed with this chick, and I, and I keep on thinking, like, man, is this is a water bed because I'm like, <laughs> God, <laughs> I like dude. feel like I'm fucking floating on water. Anyways, the next day I tell uh, my friend, I'm like, hey, man, I don't think that that was a. Uh, just Molly, man. And then he he goes like, no, 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 no. It was, it was, it was. <laughs> and then we double checked. And guess what? It was laced. It was laced. Ah. And so in my mind, I'm like, damn, James, you're such a pussy. Just fucking take it already. <laughs> hey, come on. It's just one pill, for God's sake. Like, you can't even take one pill. And then, of course, I'm at, I think it was um, Electric Daisy Carnival or something. And... I'm tripping balls too. I can't believe I'm saying this right now. But anyways, I'm tripping balls and I'm in the stands with my friend. And in my mind, I'm like, oh, cool. I mean, this is really, really strong. I guess it got the most bang for my buck. <laughs> that's that's my mindset back then. It's like, awesome. You laced it? Great. It got two for one. <laughs> but see, here's the thing. So like, I, I don't think I had ever planned to like really, really like go that far into uh, psychedelics, you know what I mean? I had taken some mushrooms, so I was like, okay, I'm a little bit familiar with this feeling, but if you don't know, ladies and gentlemen, acid is a 12-hour fucking ride, okay? <laughs> like, literally, you know, it's it's something that you can't snap out of for 12 hours, yeah, you, no. you know what I mean? And it's not, you drink you coffee. Don't just, you don't just drink some coffee or smoke a joint, and then you're okay. No, or take a nap, no. Yeah, exactly. You're so. not going to take a nap. <laughs> no. Exactly. Like I said, I was laying in the bed, and I kept on like... Fucking with the sleep number bed, I was like, why is it like, I feel like I'm floating, man? What the fuck? You know what I mean? So, but anyways, but ever since then, I was like, you know what? It, it's, it was awesome that I got that experience, even though I didn't really One, want it. it. It didn't scare me, though, <clears throat> because I actually felt like I was like, wow, there's like, some people have told me if you take acid once, you'll like go mentally insane. I mean, you hear these kind of stories all the time, you know what I mean? Or, mm-hmm. you, you know, so I was just like, well, I mean, I think I'm okay, right? <laughs> you know, you know, According to who is the key, right? <laughs> so, I mean, so the thing is, the cool thing is, like, then it kind of led me down a um, uh, psychedelic rabbit hole of adventure, man. And I always, I always talk to this guy about it because it's like, hey, man, we kind of, we always see that, we see psychedelic exploring, not as, like, just getting fucked up, but to really deep dive into, like, your mental capacity, man. It's research, yeah, yeah, 
Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, um, so, dude, man, it's one of our traditions, man, to just, like, uh, do a psychedelic trip, whether it's a shroom trip or a, an acid trip every mm -hmm. once in a while, man. And it's always a fucking good time, man. And, dude, did we not have a fucking good time this weekend? Bro? Oh, yeah, we did. I mean, I think <laughs> oh. the best thing about it, too, is that, you know, we're at a very mature stage of the way that we party. <laughs> so, it's not the whole, like, you know, let's get a... Oh, no, let's just go out one night, no hotel, no water, no food. Let's just go, you know, to a party and, you know, take some recreational um, uh, uh, things that we're going to, you know, use for the night to have a good time. And sometimes we would, in our, and when we're young, we'll do it in, at a party and not really think about the consequences. We're just going to do it. And then how many, how much can we do in a night? And it becomes more of like a competition. Oh of, my God. And Jesus. It, yeah. But, but you know, this weekend though, we had a, a very, I was, we were complimenting each other on like, we took a psychedelic venture and it was very like mature. You, you know what I mean? I was like, all right, let's do this, man. I'm going to grab a hotel right across from the beach, man. You know what I mean? We'll get some water. We'll get a nice meal, breakfast in, take our like vitamins beforehand. Right. And then, uh. So mature. Prepare for this trip, basically. Well, talk. Let's talk about Huntington Beach because we went to Huntington Beach and it was crazy, man. First of all, we I started we started seeing all these fucking Trump Trumpers doing the Maga Million March. That was an acid trip in itself before we even started, man. Oh, wow. <laughs> you know what I mean? And it was just like I said in the last podcast. I was like, it was so many people wearing like American flag gear. It was like so loud, man, to the point that we were eating outside, and I was like. Jesus Christ, man! There's a lot of fucking people out here for Trump on a Saturday, man. Like, yeah, you know. And then uh, a lot of people support that guy, man. So a lot of people, a lot of money, do yes. <laughs> <laughs> and it was loud. They were honking. They were just wearing American flags. There was a lot of different types of people too. We saw someone with a Taiwanese flag. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. If you don't know, actually, um, there's two parties in Taiwan, and mm -hmm. one party is like big supporter of Trump, and another party is a. Uh, more supportive of Biden. So, I mean, you, we only think about this normally in the U.S., but there's actually divisions in uh, other countries of how people think the U.S. president will do policy that will affect their country. You know what I mean? So it's, it's just kind of crazy. People support Trump for so many different reasons. Mm -hmm. And um, it was just a shot. And to me, it was like, a, it's a, the election's over, guys. Like, you know what I mean? It's like, <laughs> this is still going on. So that was a trip, first of all. Um, but uh, yeah, man. I mean, I think what time do we take the tab, dude? Yeah, yeah. We still get around three o'clock. So, yeah, in, in the afternoon. In the yeah. afternoon, because check-in wasn't until three. So we were trying to do it at one or twelve. So a lot of the people out there, if you are trying to do it for the first time, you have to schedule this. Okay, you got to be very <laughs> smart about it. Okay, I had it in my calendar. This is how. <laughs> Funny, Weeks in advance. Weeks what was it advance. labeled as? What was it labeled <clears throat> as in your calendar? L with James. <laughs> Why was acid trip with Mitchell? Yeah. <laughs> and blocked off eight hours. It was eight <laughs> hours. I was like, no calls, airplane mode, do not disturb me. And so it's one of those situations where like, all right, we're going to have a 12 p.m. or 1 p.m. We're going to be good until 9. And then 12 a.m. We'll probably, you know, just level off. No, check-in was at three, so we couldn't do anything. <clears throat> yeah, this motherfucker, like, he was, you know what? We checked in, he was like, here. And I just signed it. He's like, no, you have to read it. And I was like, okay, man, I read it. And, you know, and then basically he just wanted to catch us for the smoking fee. He looked at us, he's like, you guys look like partiers, man. <laughs> you know, he's like, no party, okay? Which is so cool because, you know what? When I was younger... We would probably be partying, but we're, I feel like, you know, now we're responsible adults, like... Dude, taking okay, dude. 
you guys still look like you're 20. Okay? Yeah, Both you and Mitchell look like little fucking, you know. Yeah. We don't have kids, bro. I, you know, I know I, you're not. I know you're not. Okay? No, but we don't I'm have kids. I'm telling you what you look like. Okay? I'm saying that we don't have kids. That's why I know. We look. You don't look like you would have kids. You look like you might be causing some kids. Yes, exactly. <laughs> the cool thing is, anyway, so they did not charge us for any fucking smoking fees. I'm happy about that. But no, it's cool that I really felt like I was like, dude, this is like a nice, mature, like psychedelic trip, man. Normally, like back in the day, like we'd be coming after, you know, some big rave or something like, like that. Yeah. There'd be like a bunch of people in the room, you know what I mean? Trying to crash our hotel rooms. Totally out of control. Yeah, totally out of control. And I was just like, dude, this is like, a, I know Mitch is moving, up, moving to Austin. So let's just like... Have like a nice psychedelic adventure, man. And goddamn, was that acid good, dude? It was, it was strong. And it was, and it's, it was funny because during that time we wanted to eat, and we were looking at the apps, and so we're looking at Uber <laughs> oh, Eats. No. It was hilarious. So we had Uber Eats, we had Grubhub, and I'm like, James, can you just please handle this? Because I can't even look at my phone. I can't even read. So James is looking for it. I'm like, I can't even read either. I was like, this is an adventure. So yeah, he's yeah. just. He's just pressing buttons, pressing buttons. Like, which there. app? Which app has the least amount of colors? Okay. Uh, I was like, pizza, pizza. Let's get pizza. And then all of a sudden, we're waiting outside, and we're waiting for about an hour. This guy pulls up, and I'm like, okay, cool. We're gonna have a large pizza. We're gonna have some drinks. This is great. Let's grub. He comes out with like a five inch box, <laughs> and then he gives us this pizza. He's like, here you go. He's like, I drove for an hour, got this pizza ready. It was the size of a saucer. Oh no! Like when you put your teacup on it. Oh, you mean five inches in diameter? Like a it six inch in diameter? Yes. Pizza. It was so small. How did you end up? With that? Like, and you know why? Because I can't see my fucking exactly. phone. Oh, I'm no. just pressing buttons, man. I'm just like, just just order the goddamn pizza. Jesus fucking Christ, man. So, <laughs> but I mean, it was fucking good it pizza. It was so good. It was good pizza. It was but I was going to say, were you able to eat it? Like, yeah, we did. It was like an open faced tostada, if you think about it. <laughs> Just but you know, no, actually, if you don't know, I mean, if you're on acid, actually, like, food tastes, like, really, really good. I think, like, a lot of different, um, most drugs, like, a lot of times you don't want to take any, you know, you don't want to eat anything. Yeah, I mean, it's been, like, what, um, a couple decades now since I, I only did acid a few times. Mm. But from what I remember, yeah, I remember getting food one time and then just, like, looking at it and just going, what am I going to do with that? <laughs> Put some in my mouth and go, wow, that feels so weird in my mouth. Mm. I better get this out. Of here. I don't want to bite my tongue or some shit like that. Mm. I guess I can see that happening, definitely. But you I- know what was the reason for us? Is the adult in us came in and we were like, you know what? We have to eat food right now because it's been. If we six- don't, then later we were not going to feel good. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Six hours. We need to fill our stomach with some food. Therefore, we get some nutrients and then we wake up and we feel great and sober. Okay. So That's what I'm saying. There's, there's like before, I used considerations to, going into yeah. this. Yeah, I used to straight up before I used to just party for days on end, and my Not only eat. sustenance was beer, man. Oh it's my, dying God. Burning Man, Burning Man. <clears throat> so me and Mitch have been to Burning Man before. I took him to his first Burning Man, and straight up every single morning, I bought like a case of like forty beers, yeah, and, and then I would just have my breakfast beers, man. You know what I mean? Because it's like survival. Well, no, beer. it's it's possible it's to carbs. survive on beer. It is um, not good for the body. <laughs> Tiger blood, man. I don't know what to say. <laughs> Tiger blood. Well, now, here's one thing also, though. Um, you know, luckily, you guys are, um, you know, there's certain people that just can't do that. You know, as much as they would like to mm-hmm. just yeah. have a little taste, do a little bender or something like that, and then stop. Unfortunately, they can't. You know? Yeah, that's true. And, um, you know, that's, those are the people that have to be careful. You can't even, you can't even try this shit once. 
Um, I just want to mention that just because I feel like you should anytime we're talking about stuff like this, just so we don't encourage someone who is thinking about it mm-hmm. and have them, you know, end up fucking up their life. You know, this is, you, you have to, it's, you know, they're talking about being uh, grown up about this. This is, you know, basically one of the only reasons why they let themselves do this is because they know that they have enough control of yes. themselves that, uh, you know, it wasn't going to become a problem. So um, I just, I also say that because I have some friends that I grew up with that, uh, you know, I did acid with in the past, did all kinds of other drugs with. And, um, you know, unfortunately, these guys, they just, they weren't unable to stop. Oof. You know, and uh, luckily I was, you know, I'm, I love eating. Mm-hmm. That's, that's one thing I guess that has, has saved me from becoming a druggie. Is that's that your vice. I, I love to eat. I love food and everything. And I just remember one night just going all freaking night with smoking weed and I think we had some ecstasy and some cocaine <clears throat> and uh, you know it was like three four o'clock in the morning you know and I'm just thinking to myself man my stomach is just panging I need to eat food but there's no way I can eat right now yeah everything tastes like crap right yeah <laughs> and I just remember thinking I don't want to feel like this this fucking sucks and as soon as I hit that thought process, then it was like, okay, well, the party's over then now, party's isn't over. it? But then there's Why like, do you want to do any more? Because you're not going to get any closer to this, you know? And so that's how I talked myself down. And, you know, mm-hmm. next thing I know, next time we were partying and guys are like, you know, dude, I'm ready to get up again, man. Let's hit some more lines, man. I'm like, yeah, I'm good. <laughs> oh, man, you're just a fucking wuss. I guess I am. <laughs> yeah, I guess you know, I that, am. No, that kind of stuff works when you're like 18, 19, like... You know, you're a wuss. Do it. You know what I mean? When you're like in your mid-30s. Works for some older people too. You'd be surprised. I don't know, man. I'm just like, okay, that's great. You know what I mean? But I don't want to, so thanks. It's kind of like, I mean, but you're right. Peer pressure does work differently on different people, man. And I think like at the end of the day. Not not just peer pressure, but the uh, addictive personality. Right, yeah, yeah. There is that, that particular genetic. That's genetics. I mean, like there's no cure for that shit. Yeah, yeah. That is something that um, basically my son is uh, because he's sensory processing disorder. Um, you know, he has uh, impulse control issues. Well, like, you know, some That's people, what it comes down to yeah, right Some people there. like gambling. Like, I have, like, no... I don't have the gambling bug at all. Like, yeah, I can neither walk, do I. I can walk through a fucking I got casino. twin fucking 10-year-olds. That's the only fucking gambling <laughs> I need in my life, dude. You know, I can walk Every through day's a gamble. Yeah, I can I walk through a casino, not give a fuck. You know, but you see some people like just walk through a casino, they start getting that itch. You know what I mean? They're yeah. like, oh, yeah, oh, I gotta yeah. fucking put something down, man. And, and like to me, it's just like, I just don't understand that. And some people, it's like, dude, what, James, why do you love smoking weed? You know, it's the same thing. People have different, you know, vices and different things, man. But weed is something, a drug that makes food taste super bomb, mm-hmm. though, right? <laughs> You know what? That's funny because that's yeah. why the stock market was doing so well this year because there was no casinos, there was no fantasy football, and all people that <laughs> had nothing to gamble on, they were like, I got my stimulus check. All right, let's put it in the stock market and use Robinhood and retail stock markets to like basically invest. And that's what happened. Yeah. 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 That that's gambling. one of the things that, that is screwing up a, a lot of people's uh, perception of the, the market. economy yeah you know they think oh they look at the stock market and they think oh yeah we're doing good and they're like okay um you're only doing good is if you got money invested in that stock market okay mm-hmm. if you're thinking that you know you're a regular employee and you work for somebody or something like that or you have a small business or whatever that you think that's helping you at all that's not helping you at all it's weird that has the, the nothing econ- to do with you the economy 
because the stock market can look so good, but the unemployment because of COVID is so high. So, so it's, it's, it doesn't make sense. It doesn't Absolutely. make sense at all, right? I mean, to be honest, it's like, dude, the stock market doesn't fucking make sense to me at all, man. They're trying to, yeah. like, you know, like, hype. And it's also, hype. I'm just saying, they also do trends, right? Right, mm-hmm. different trends. I'm like, dude, how the fuck do they even keep track of that shit, dude? Because, like, dude, Trump does something, and the stock market goes up. I mean, how are you supposed to fucking do trend lines when he just, you know, people just do random shit in the uh, stock market moves, you know? And, you know, the insider trader information mm-hmm. um, thing. Like, okay, so let me get this right. You're supposed to, you know, trade stocks and everything, okay? And if you get some kind of insider tip on something, you're not supposed to act on that shit. Yeah. That's that's how often does that fucking happen? No Martha Stewart your ass, man. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, it's like how insider does it have to be? Where is the fucking line drawn? You know? Like how uninvolved or how involved do you have to be in order to for it to be insider trading? Depends on how well like it happens every day, honestly. Because I, I have oh, I don't doubt that one oh, fucking yeah. When you got someone like fucking Trump who's, you know, paying $750 for a couple of years of, you know, of, of or for a year of, of taxes, and people are like, what? And he's like, yes, yeah, because he's smart. Yeah, it's also because, like, if you think about all the... Like, my friend, he, he works in, like, the financial industry, and he works at, like, a, a, ban- like a, like a well-known, you know, uh, institution. And then him and his friends and his buddies, they're like in their 20s. They're like talking to each other saying, hey, by the way, the, the boss said this, 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 and this. I think we're going to be selling this so that we should actually invest in this. They're not going to track that because they're just like underlings. Yeah. And they're so small. small peanuts, tra- yeah. They're small transactions. And so it happens a lot, to tell you the truth. And what's worse is now these companies, a lot of them have these computers. And it's called like this day trading. It's like this lightning fast like trading or like at the start of the day, they have this computer yeah, yeah, that yeah. basically buys all the cheapest stock at a low price. You can't beat that. And it's like people are competing to have their computer right next to the stock exchange. It's like uh, Supreme Drops, man. They yeah. have like, uh, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Have you ever been about, you know about Supreme Drops? No. Okay, me. so Supreme is like a brand, like, you know, t-shirts. It's like a box. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Anyways, they only release like... 500 of those like t-shirts each time and they people have like bots now to like grab those so they can resell it basically too that you makes know sense I mean? it's sure. like how can you compete if you're just a guy trying to like buy a supreme short shirt for his you know brother or something so like if you're that. one of these guys that's trying to get a, a day trading thing going on like his own thing and you've got your computer that has like this program on it that's you know one of these things guys say, hey you want to day trade fast this is what you do yeah. <laughs> you're just you're 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 just shitting yourself basically Dude, but the thing is like the crypto market if are man. you are you into that at all yeah but yeah. i don't day trade i just i just <clears throat> i used to invest what's a lot. the crypto market oh, like bitcoin and cryptocurrency stuff like oh it's kind of like the the stock market but it's not it's unregulated like no one regulates it. I mean, you have to. You're basically depending on these coders and these companies who are coming up with these ideas yeah. for their token. Yeah. yeah. Basically, basically. Okay. For example, like the U.S. currency is uh, backed. It used to be backed by gold, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And now it's not backed by gold anymore. It's backed by confidence, basically, of like what we. Right. 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 I remember hearing that. Yeah. Right. So basically, what Bitcoin is is that every single transaction. Um, What's the algorithm called? It's blockchain. Blockchain. There you go. Oh, so there's like an algorithm that kind of calculates all the money that is being invested into this uh, 
this system called Bitcoin or something like that. Okay. okay. Yeah, I know about that. You, you understand? Okay. Yeah. So that that's what cryptocurrency is, basically. You, you know what I mean? And so, yeah. And the thing is, is that there's these small coins called altcoins. And what they're doing now is that a lot of these investors who have a lot of money, they're called whales. And they invest a lot of money into a certain coin. They pump up the value. Mm. And then as it goes up, then they just all sell. Yeah, because there's not... Okay, Bitcoin is like one of the many cryptocurrencies there's like what freedom coin or whatever the fuck. there's dog coin there's a there's there's like, uh, like weed, light coin weed coin probably there's all these different coins and the thing is is that i heard about the, how many of these different coins are there dude there's probably hundreds if not thousands yeah yeah because there's used to th- thing called icos all right this is the crazy thing so ipos okay i know what an ipo is introductory pro, you know uh public offering, offering of yeah the, so it's kind of like ico is the same thing but it's a cryptocurrency offering and so People would sell their coin or their their token to people in order to raise money for their company, which is invisible, basically. Yeah, that's and, fucked up. So a lot of people have lost so much money <clears throat> over like investing in these cryptocurrencies and these companies. Not only that, but some of these exchanges get hacked. So imagine if someone hacked the stock exchange. Oh my god! And well, took okay, a, so what about what about when people mine Bitcoin? What is that all about, dude? Yeah, so like Bitcoin needs a lot of like computer power to do the blockchain to do the blockchain so it's it's crazy like what happens is is that you need a, like supercomputer <laughs> just a lot of like computer power and to create these these coins because they're they're traded a lot there's a lot of trades happening every second and so these miners are basically people who have these computers who create these who uh, manage these calculations uh. and they get free coins or they get paid for their time I'm probably like definitely not really like explaining it well, but that's kind of what I've I've known is that they have the computers to uh, create these transactions to make sure that the whole thing operates. Dude, so the so, coins are not an actual physical no piece. No, yeah. And the thing is, like right now, one Bitcoin is worth seventeen thousand. Oh my god! It, it went up ten thousand dollars this year. That's ridiculous. Okay, but then how do you buy something with Bitcoin? So I know. So here's the thing. Here's the thing is that Bitcoin, it's you can't really buy anything, but what? I know. The thing is, get is the that, fuck out of here. Yeah. So everything right now is all speculation. Yeah, everything right now you just told me is a bunch of shit. Then if you can't Dude. buy something, well, with this there, shit. they do. They there, will. There, there's yeah. some places that accept like Bitcoin. Bitcoin. Okay. And, and Ethereum, yeah. which is another um, cryptocurrency. Was it like over in Italy? You know, with this guy uh, Joey down the road there. You know, <laughs> hey, I got some Bitcoin here. <laughs> Yeah, but he wants some Bitcoin. I, I feel like I feel like does Amazon accept Bitcoin yet? No, no, they don't. It's uh, it's 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 strange because so many people. Want, what the fuck can you buy with Bitcoin? So Bitcoin right now, I think that you're able to. If only people who want to ex- exchange Bitcoin. So a lot of like digital. <laughs> oh my like, god! I know online companies, a lot of different types of uh, uh, organizations who say, okay, I would rather have Bitcoin than American okay, dollars. Okay, for example, I just did a real quick search. It says that. Um, you can do some miscellaneous purchases, like for example, cheapair.com, uh, pizza for coins, Etsy. These all accept bitcoins in their uh, system. Basically. Etsy, yeah, Etsy does too. I mean, the thing is, like, you don't have to pay one full coin. You can pay like 
you know, a 15th of a coin, basically. It's like a cent, you know what I mean? Okay, now, how much did you say the, the Bitcoin was worth? One Bitcoin One is Bitcoin? worth $17,677 right now. Okay, well, can we have come up with, like, different denominations? Because yeah. You put, you put, one one seventeen hundredth of a Bitcoin for that, please, <laughs> and 17,277.77. That's what it is, too. Dude, I remember, you know what's crazy? I remember can you write one, down that number I just <laughs> said? Like, that's a fucked up number, but it could be real, right? <laughs> I, is, I, I remember when Bitcoin was one for a thousand, and I was looked at it, and I was like, it's too expensive. Yeah. <laughs> so well, let, me, let me tell you, the, the history of Bitcoin, actually, I found out about it because of Silk Road. Mm. So oh, to all the fuck is take it back. Take, take oh, it back. Let's take it back. Let's take it back, everyone. To the drug conversation. Yes. <laughs> Always goes back to that. So there was a, uh, a, a site where you would go to called Silk Road where you can actually order drugs online. And it'll be Silk Road. D- and you would deliver it to your house. It's on the dark web, actually. So I, I never went on it. But apparently not just drugs, man. I mean, you can order mm-hmm. like fucking hitmen on this. The dark net. What is that? Like? <clears throat> apparently it's... Silk Road dark, dark net dot Apparently com? it's dot onion. So everything is dot com, basically. Yeah. But dot onion is the dark web. And you have to have like special... Like browser to to uh, look onto this, uh, and actually, what's visible on the internet is apparently only like five percent of the internet. Actually, like yeah, majority no, of the internet is like dark dark web or something like that's what I've, I've been told, mm-hmm. right? The, the yeah. Pentagon, the military has their own internet. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, um, so basically, uh, on this website, you can just buy all this stuff. So back in the day, um, I have a lot of friends that they they bought off this website like mm-hmm. uh, just drugs basically you, yeah. you know what I mean uh, party drugs not anything sketchy guys no heroin no, nothing crazy like that it was a lot of E it was that's where Tesla's <laughs> yeah, actually came do. from I heroin think. is now legal in fucking you're right, Oregon you're right. I mean you, you know it's decriminalized right yeah. yeah you know what's funny I saw a meme the other day and it had um, a straw and it was poking like at a bunch of uh, blow right and it said one of these things is illegal in Oregon the straw <laughs> <laughs> plastic wow. plastic straw yeah. yeah that's what's illegal the plastic straw that's hilarious get back to what you're talking yeah about. so uh anyway silk road basically it was then they you can the only way you can buy things was through Bit, bitcoin was basically bitcoin. so okay. people would exchange their money into a certain type of bitcoin and then bitcoin can be used on this website basically now i mean it's like my, a credit card almost kind of yeah, yeah, kind of. But it's like anonymous. They did it because they wanted to be anonymous. So they could buy not... fucked up shit with Exactly. Them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and the <laughs> thing is, I've heard about a few people who used that site and they had leftover Bitcoin. And you were getting Bitcoin like a dollar for like maybe a hundred or even during that time, I think it was one for one. But it's just that during that time, people were using it to buy drugs. And that's why Bitcoin was known for just illegal stuff. That's why it hasn't really become legal because it's used for money laundering. I mean, yeah. you can just Jesus. park your money in there. And just, I mean, to be honest, you can really launder your money through many, many different ways. I mean, even art, right? Yeah. How, do you, how the fuck do you certify a Bitcoin investment or, or that you have that? Like, you go on uh, Coinbase or Robinhood. You can actually use what your the credit fuck is card. That? Oh, there's like these uh, websites. Okay. So you're just, you're just going out into invisibleness kind yeah. Of, yeah, to kind show of. that you have money. Yeah, yeah, no, it's 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 like a it's weird. You go on Coinbase, you can put your credit card on there, you can put a debit card on there, and then they will just you could just buy Bitcoin up to ten thousand dollars a month, I think, and then you use that to buy other coins. And so basically, they can't really keep track of what you buy with Bitcoin. 
They do actually. Well, un- only if you realize it. Like only. <coughs> so you actually have to pay taxes now when you realize the gains. Like if you when you actually like use Ch- cash out, basically. cash out. Yeah. Yeah. But the thing is, like, also they're they're looking too because I know uh, some people who got their house raided by the FBI because they were buying drugs on Silk Road too. <clears throat> so Ooh. so you know what I mean like uh, this is serious shit. and that's why I, I can't like like you know what I mean it's it's too, too too much for me to deal with man I'm like you know what I mean it's like. Uh, you got to change yeah. your money into a other type. It changes all Seems the time. Seems like man. if you're going to be starting to do something, there are they're like automatically going to look at you. Just yeah, that's what I'm like, saying. Why oh, yeah. the fuck all of a sudden are you with Bitcoin? What yeah. the fuck are you yeah. up well, to? I feel like once you get on the dark web, the FBI is like yeah. looking at you. you. You know what I mean? Like oh, what, what the fuck yeah. are you doing on there? You know what I mean? So that's why I'm like, I've never been on there. I don't even know how to go on there. We love FBI and we love China too. <laughs> the first, time, is my the first time that I became aware that there was like another internet was when I was in the Pentagon. Mm. Um, I, I did this painting for the Pentagon. Yeah, nice. And they uh, they took me to um, the uh, right outside the Situation Room is where it's it's up on the wall right right at the top of the staircase, okay. and then you basically go right into the Situation Room when the Situation Room. At the time that I was there, it was in the uh, Army Operations Center. Um, what do they do in the Situation Room? I'm just curious. <laughs> dude, they they basically keep um, they monitor. They fight wars. They monitor it. everything that's going on. They watch whatever. Jersey Shore. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> but um, <clears throat> well, they may have been when I was in there though, because what happened? <laughs> <The> situation. <laughs> well, <clears throat> what happened is okay. They bring me in there, and they're like, "Hey, you know, uh, you guys, this uh, this is the artist that did the painting that's right out here," and everyone like you know is cheering for me and clapping and everything. I'm like, "Wow." And then they give me the microphone. I'm like, fuck, man, I didn't know I have to, to fucking say something, you know? <laughs> what well, is rehearsed or had something to fucking say, you know? So I'm like, well, thank you very much for what it is you guys do, you know? And, and uh, it's, a, it's an honor to have my work here, this, that, and the other, whatever. And I was like, I don't want to say much more because I see you guys have this red light here going on. I don't want to, you know, get in. And they all started kind of giggling a little bit. And, this, <laughs> and so the guy's like, oh, that's um, basically anytime someone else comes in that room that doesn't have the right kind of certification it automatically switches over to the regular internet. When I'm not in there, <laughs> it's on the dark net and they're doing their work. Mm. And so I'm like, holy shit. I'm like looking around and there's, you know, easily like 40 guys in that room. And so I'm like, I'm keeping all these guys from getting their fucking work done. Wow. <laughs> I didn't say fucking, you know, whatever. I'm like, I, I'm keeping all these guys from getting their work done. Like, no, 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 no. They got work they can do on this internet as well. You know, it's not a problem or whatever. But I just remember looking at that light thinking, oh, man, something's going on, man. I get to be here while something's going on, man. And they're like, no, that's you. You're what's going on. You're the reason why that light is I mean, on. The military, like, invented the internet, right? Yeah. Something like that, right? I have no idea. Yeah, so and I actually started at UCSB. Oh, really? Yeah, they oh, were starting, nice. like, they were... Gauchos. Yeah, I didn't think sick. it was going to be anything. And a teacher off the internet was a fad, dude. Dude, I was in art yeah. school, okay? I was in art school. I'd just gone from high school to, to art school. And I remember working on a flow chart. Okay, for computers. And mm-hmm. I'm thinking, oh, this is a bunch of fucking crap. <laughs> Who's going to want to do this fucking shit to put together programs and stuff? And you got to do all this shit to get whatever up on, to just to make that on the internet? <laughs> this shit ain't going to go very far. <laughs> no, what? Do I want to take a computer class? No, 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 no. I want to make sure I can draw good. Okay, I want to take another drawing class. Fuck the computer class. You know, I had my own homepage when the internet first started, right? And I was like, uh, I had to move to, I lived in Malaysia for a little bit in international school, right? So we had our own homepage, and me and my friend started up. <clears throat> On our GeoCities website. You remember GeoCities? Yeah, oh, yeah, GeoCities. Yeah, okay. And then we wrote like 101 reasons why Malaysia sucks. Like, so we were living in Malaysia <laughs> at that time, right? Just like really stupid things like, oh, you got to buy toilet paper. You know what I mean? Like, 
they're just like kids American stuff, you know what I mean? Like, you know, we take, take a lot of things for granted here in America, right? And then so, um, you know, like traffic sucks and everything like that, but we did it on the school campus and made our website. And guess what? The Malaysian government came and contacted our school oh, and told us to take it down, actually. <laughs> Doesn't surprise me. <laughs> oh, a kid's geez. website for GeoCities. You, you know what Jeez. I mean? So I'm just saying that it's so funny that um, I think it's just like in this country, you know, every, the government's always watching with the NSA and kind of shit now. And now we all know that, too. Mm-hmm. Nobody, oh, yeah. cares. Nobody cares. Nobody, Nobody cares. Nobody cares. You know what I mean? And uh, it's Nobody's just, doing anything that they're going to be, well, most people aren't doing anything that they're going to be worried about, you know, someone big brother looking in on them. Yeah, yeah. Or they've just gotten to where they're like, you know what, anything that you do that is within earshot of anything or outside where a satellite can see you, they can see you. They know what's going on. Not as much as China does. You know what I mean? Oh, dude, man. But over here, just know that if you're outside and it's not a cloudy day, you're being looked at. You're being (laughs) watched. It's very possible you can be watched from a fucking satellite. Yeah, yeah. I think think these, like... I saw some news report on they they actually have that technology now. Oh, so dude, it's the cameras like, they can zoom in with and everything. It's yeah, man, fucking crazy. It's like uh, <clears throat> what was that one Will Smith movie, dude? I don't oh know. yeah, Enemy of the State. Enemy of the State, man. Like yeah, status. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Damn, good. good. <laughs> the thing is too is that we're so American about data. Instead of like, uh, of course, having the military, um, they they of course have control over it and they they use it for certain investigations, but. Now people are just selling it, and they're just, of course, it's so American. Let's just find ways to sell your fucking data. <laughs> so I'm getting all these telemarketing calls now, and I'm like, that's because I put my number on that one form to get that free PDF. You motherfuckers <laughs> yeah. sold my goddamn phone. Well, do you remember back? In the, do you remember back in the day where there's a car in the mall, and then everybody's like, you just fill it out, and maybe you'll win. You, you know what I mean? Oh, that yeah, was that yeah. was like how they used to steal your data, like oh, yeah. back in the day. Exactly. I mean, now they don't even need to do that, man. No. Like, we don't even buy a car, dude. We just you get close gonna... enough to somebody. Put a little sensor up next to your wallet, and all of a sudden they yeah. have all the information they need. Yeah. But you know what, though, one thing that um, is great about the internet, man, is fucking. I think for a lot of artists and creative people too, because like it's allowed us to kind of tear down those barriers. Before we we're just talking about this over the weekend. If you were like a music person, you had to get discovered by an A and R person, mm-hmm. and then the A and R person had to give you a fucking record deal, and then after that they had to do it. You know, basically develop you and things like that. It was just so much like process for you to actually get your product out to the general public you know what i mean but nowadays it's like hey man you make a fucking song you like it and then bam 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 it's up and then you could be famous like just through that song going viral man so speaking I don't know. of which then you uh weren't you telling me that you, yes uh, yes i do have a new song actually that was uh, yeah exactly can we, uh, it's can fire we listen to that? it's fire everyone. dude man um uh, thank you so much mitch yeah really dude good. i would love to i haven't got to hear it yet so i don't know Hell yeah, I'll man. make my own judgments. Here's the thing. <clears throat> Me and Mitchell have been DJing together for a very long time, actually. And he's always been one of my creative partners, man. And, uh, you know, we work on... He's always, like, whenever he's DJs anywhere, let me kind of, like, uh, have that spotlight, too, man. So uh, I really appreciate the compliment, man. And, uh, dude, man, I'm disappointed you're moving to Austin, man. But I know you're going to be back. I'll a, be back. A lot, know? man. But the only thing is, is that L.A. is where my business is. I'm just going there to Live. buy a property live like an extended vacation nice. that you know may turn out to be a great way for me to network and expand my business absolutely so, yeah dude. and you might meet like a nice girl instead of these freaks in fucking la man yeah, i know Shit, I, I like austin man I've, I've spent some time in austin before i've, I've partied in austin on sixth street um i stayed at the driscoll hotel okay, yeah nice and that is one of the few times in my life where I felt some extra, like some ghost beings around me and shit like that. Like okay. Crazy shit. Yeah. Do you believe in ghosts? 
Sure, why not? Yeah. I don't know, man. They never got me before. <laughs> translucent. Dude, James, been James, to some of the places I've been to, it's, well, you have. You have, dude. You've been to Auschwitz. You've been to like... No, you know if what? If there was, was anywhere, I think, where there would be I'm like a you, very strong presence of ghosts, it would be... I'm telling you, man. It was like super peaceful when I went to Auschwitz, man. I think like... I don't know. It was a lot, like a nice day that day, too. But I'm sure, you, you know, but I don't know, man. I don't believe in ghosts, dude. But well, believe then in ghosts that's all aliens. that matters. I mean, you know, if you don't believe in it, it's, it's uh, you know... Then of course it's not gonna have any effect on you. <laughs> I'm not sure, that's what people always say, man. I'm just, isn't it just better to just, just say, wait, buddy boy. <laughs> oh yeah. One of these days, you're gonna wake up and you can be like, "What the fuck was that? What was that, man?" No. Then you're gonna walk like, in the next room and all of a sudden something's gonna go floating by and you're like, "Oh my god, that was a fucking I'm ghost." Like, oh shit, I'm way just too because you don't believe right in them. That's gonna happen. <laughs> yeah, that's that's what it is. You've seen them. I've seen them. I'm just them. like, oh shit. I guess I'm just stoned, I man. I see it. Let's hear this music, bro. All right, hell yeah, dude. It's my new song. Tell me what's the vibe. I don't wanna fall in love. I just wanna have some fun. Yeah, yeah.
Woo! Oh, dude. Nice. What do you think, man? That's fucking awesome, bro. Vibey. Dude. I love the vibe different layering. Um, I love the, the different beats that are all incorporated. You know, we've got like a long beat, you got a short beat incorporated with it also. Well, dude, you know what? I got to give a shout out to Dan One, actually, because yeah. I was uh, um, watching his story and then um, he had posted a story of uh, with the music Bombs Over Baghdad by, uh, by Outkast, actually. And then um, just that real quick story actually just inspired me to write this song because I heard this quick sample. I'm just going to play it real quick. So that that's the Outcast song, but did you hear that very beginning that sample? And yeah, you pulled that whole thing out of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Damn. You know what I'm saying? So it's thank you, thank you, man. Was, I just want to say it's like very weird where inspiration will hit you, man. Like no you kidding. Know, you know, you just hear like shit. one little melody, man, and then you know you might just write a song of that. So I don't know if you're listening to this right yeah. now and you're like fucking. In Almost a block. makes me want to dance like Trump. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, you know what? I got to think that that's part of what brought him down. That yeah. one fucking dance. It was almost yeah. like that dude that did this, the crazy scream, the... Fuck, I keep forgetting that guy's name. What was that? Dude, that, that was Trump's crazy scream. That, that fucked up dance that he did, man. That just, I think that, no, it's Howard Dean. Howard Dean. Howard Dean. Howard Dean. There, yeah, the there crazy little... <laughs> that doomed him. That doomed him for, the, for running for the presidency the same way that I believe that that dance... Messed up Trump. I mean, everyone's seen it. You yeah. know? Lots of people are talking about it. Everybody knows it. That's and how we lost Republicans Georgia. know it more than anyone. That's his favorite thing. Lots of people are talking about it. South Dakota mm -hmm. and Oregon and Washington and Michigan. And then we're going to Washington, D.C. to take back the White House. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> exactly. That's exciting. <laughs> You gotta sample that. That's the next sample, James. <laughs> well, shit, man, dude. Thank you so much, man. Yes. Well, real quick, I wanted to, before we before we get out, man. You've been on working on a few video projects, man, yeah. and, or film projects, I should say. For sure. Tell us a little bit about that before we uh, wrap up, man. For sure. So I just wrapped a Colgate series. Did a whole like um, branded content series for Colgate, and toothpaste. that was pretty awesome. The toothpaste. Yeah, the toothpaste. Nice. And it was for my uh, breakdancing channel, Strive TV. So check that out. Nice. Um, did a uh, directed a virtual screening for HBO. That was pretty awesome. Nice. Finish that up. And I am shooting a short film this Saturday. And that's going to be fun. Have a feature film script that just got finished with my writing partner. And that's going to be going through the polishing stage. So I'm hoping that I can actually film this sometime next year. Hell yeah, man. And that guys... right there just helps me to understand why over that one moment of time I didn't see him, all of a sudden he got jacked. Just... What do you say? Oh, well, this is what I'm doing now is this, 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 and this. Yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, most of my friends are like, maybe this. Dude, me and Mitch will compete on how busy we are. Actually. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's that calendar, man. Just trying to one-up each other. You know, but you know what? Like I said, man, I'm going to miss this dude, but he's going to be back all the time, man. And, uh, and uh, fuck, man. I mean, dude, kill it in Austin, man. I will, man. I'll, bring back, I'll bring back some barbecue and some, uh, what is it? Some, bring some uh, good shit. Some horses, some cattle, some spurs. <laughs> 
maybe exactly. some horseshoes. I, I mean, like now that you're moving to Austin, I mean, yeah, you gotta like get into like football, you know. I, I mean, know. get into Some like queso. The whole, yeah, get into the whole like Texan culture, man. You know I know. I, mean? I, I, I told you, I was telling my friend, I wouldn't mind getting a good old like two a pair of like alligator. Or snakeskin boots. There you go. You have to. Dude, hey. If you live in Texas, you got to have at least one. Are there Filipino one. cowboys? Just curious. I, I, there has to be. I'm going to be the first one. I'm going to be the little Nas X for, for Filipinos. Bring, bring back that Australian accent, too. You I know will, what I mean? dude. Yeehaw. Hell mate. yeah, man. Yeehaw, mate. <laughs> well, shit, dude. It's always a pleasure having you in the yeah, studio, thank bro. Thank you. Thank yeah, you so awesome. much, man. And, dude, it was an awesome trip this weekend, man. And uh, Literally. No, yeah, <laughs> yes. seriously, man. Yes, yes. I fucking love you, bro. So take care. And then, hell yeah, man. You know you always uh, welcome back in L.A. And L.A. Shore Gallery, this guy co-founded it. All the videos that you watched early on, man, were directed by this guy, man. So uh, thank you, man. we owe a lot to this guy for... Uh, him building the LA Strike Gallery communities together too, man. So thank you so much, bro. Oh yeah, dude. Love you too, brother. Thanks for having me. Yeah. And uh, having me teach here. I can just see this blowing the fuck up. So everyone out there, please support, 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 like, share, review. Just Five exactly stars. what I was getting ready to say. Thanks, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Audience, thank you guys for hanging out with us. Follow us at PTTP Show. Uh, leave us a review on iTunes. And uh, love you guys. Take care and peace. Peace. Thanks. You may